You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. Hello, I am Tara Lynn of A Geek Saga Entertainment, and welcome to episode two of my 2001 Walt Disney World College Program 20-year reunion series. This episode is all about arriving in Orlando for our college programs, checking in, getting our apartment and work assignments, training experiences, and more. Uh, Today, I am joined once again by Brian, who was here for episode one, and also by Kim, who was one of my roommates on my 2001 college program. So uh, Brian, you want to remind us real quick where people can find you? you and then um, when Brian's done Kim you can introduce yourself and we'll uh, get right into things. Uh, so I'm Brian Mathis you can find me on Instagram as Brian of Cannabis or on Facebook as Brian Mathis. Pretty straight he's straightforward. All right Kim. I'm Kim Wyseshuk uh, formerly Galant when I was on the program. Uh, Instagram I am at Kimba1382. Uh, it's mostly random stuff. I Worked in the 2001 college program, obviously. I don't know how much you want me to get into. <laughs> uh, and I, like Tara said, we were, we were roommates back on the program. As I already mentioned, I'm Tara. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at A Geek Saga and on the web at ageeksaga.com. So we're going to jump right into things and talk about how we made our way down to Disney. And I guess I'll just start and, and, and get it out of the way so you guys have an idea of, of kind of what I'm going for here. But uh, when this is, you know, back in 2001. I was very young. When I did my college program, I was 18 when it started. So my parents didn't want me to drive to Florida, even with a friend. But uh, I did want to have a car there. So my family flew down with me and my grandparents drove my car down for me. Um, it's crazy to look back now and remember my parents not wanting me to drive like from Connecticut to Florida when I have now moved myself up and down the East Coast, often alone, upwards of half a dozen times. And more recently drove across nearly the entire country uh, from South Carolina to California. But again, at 18 years old, I was still pretty sheltered. Uh, and in the end, it was really nice being able to have a family vacation to Disney for the few days leading up to my check-in date. Um which was August 20th. Um, And also because I flew, I had friends come to the airport to see me off. I mean, they were able to go through security and be at my gate to say goodbye to me because this was pre-September 11th. Uh, So also just so weird to think about this as a thing that they actually used to just allow to happen. Um, It wasn't parents seeing a child off, it was adult friends seeing an adult friend off at the gate in the airport. (laughs) so that's how old I am that's how long ago this college program was um and then yeah like I said we got to have like a few days at Disney together my family and I and then I also met uh one of my friends um from online who was checking in for her college program a couple days after I was uh her name is Allie and she was you know, she was there for probably a week or more before her college program. Um, so we met up at the boardwalk and and hung out a bit. So I actually got to meet at least one person in person uh, who I'd known online for a bit, you know, before the program. And I remember my parents being like, are you sure you should go meet this person? Like, you've only talked to her online. This is really weird. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. We're at Disney. We're in public. What could possibly happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so I got to have a little bit of last minute fun with my family and friends before my college program actually started. So yeah, so Kim, uh, did you, I, I don't, did you get down there early for the program? I, I'm sure, I know we talked about this when we checked in, but I don't remember. Uh, so I drove down probably a couple days before. So I, I come from those that don't know me. I came from north of Boston. Uh, so my parents allowed me to take one of their cars. I had a friend drive down with me. We split it up into a couple days, stopped in Virginia, stayed over for the night. Um, and then on the way down to Florida, I have an aunt that lives in the Daytona area. So I went and surprised her real quick. And then my grandmother lived in Vero Beach uh, at the time. So I went and stayed with her for a day. And we were supposed to stay for like two days. I was so anxious uh, and wanting to get down there that we left a day early and just spent um, a night in Orlando. So I was really only there for like maybe the night prior um, to getting into Orlando. So my friend Kim had just completed the program. So she came down with me and was there for my check-in and all that. Oh yeah, I, re I remember Kim. I wish, yeah. So was she there at Vista with you when you checked in? She was, yeah. I think okay. she maybe she had just gone to see some friends or she was with me. It was kind of like one of those, all right, we had just spent like three, four days together. Like we were kind of sick of each other <laughs> at that point. Especially if you drove together, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about you? What about you, Brian? How did you, uh, I know you started way earlier than we did your spring or spring advantage, but like, how did you end up in Florida? Like, were you there early? Did you drive? I flew in uh, a day early and uh, was supposed to stay at and they let me into Vista Way, uh, and it was in between. There was no one there. It was an absolute ghost town. Uh, I was in an apartment mm -hmm. all by myself. Um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a little surreal because I was in one of those apartments by myself. I, got, I remember getting there a little early in the day and then taking the shuttle uh, from the Sanford airport, not the uh, <clears throat> Orlando airport. I took it from the small airport to Vista. And I remember having some trouble getting in because I wasn't on anything. They had to call someone because I was supposed to be staying at Chatham. And then the first person I met was right after I, I got in there because there was nothing to do. So I just went to the pool and it happened to be one other person early. So I got in a day early before check-in. Oh, wow. I feel like that's probably something they don't really allow these days, but I guess what do I know? It's changed so, so, so much. Um, it was literally 2000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, so I, uh, when I checked in, um, it was obviously day of, uh, like I said, it was August 20th. And I remember leading up to the college program, you didn't know until well, honestly, if you did, if you weren't online, kind of keeping an eye on the message boards and stuff, you had no idea what apartment complex you were going to be in. All I knew is that I was dying to be in Vista, like dying. I didn't care that Chatham was newer. Vista had the party reputation and I was ready yeah. for it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do like I did actually know a little bit ahead of time, like maybe a week or so, because they didn't have check-in dates in, in like, you know, June or July, but then they started having them in maybe early-ish or, or closer to mid-August. And once they started having people check in again, you know, then it was like people were getting online and saying, okay, I checked in on this day, Monday, and I got into Vista. Okay, I checked in on Wednesday and I got into Chatham. And I'm like, yes, I'm a Monday check-in. It's got to be Vista. <laughs> Um, yeah. so, so I was definitely, I was excited and I was like, okay, I know that that could change before I go down there, but it seemed pretty, it seemed pretty sure that I was going to get into Vista. So I was really excited when I got there and, and all by, uh, 
Vista dreams came true. <laughs> and uh, I think like, so we, we all, did we all want Vista? Like we all yes, wanted Vista. Absolutely. Right? absolutely. Uh, <laughs> cornfields of Illinois to, uh, <laughs> to Disney World. I wanted Vista so bad. I was so excited that it, when I got there early, that's where they put me temporarily. Uh, my heart sank the next day when I went to check in and it was actually Chatham. Oh no! I was, I was one of the very first people to stay at Chatham, and it was, it was new. Yes. And I was so so disappointed. And I don't. The thing so, is, like, it, I, it, it's like it's still the same people. You know, it's still all the people oh, going yeah. down to the college program for whatever reason, whether they wanted to be there to party or not. Like, so there's no reason. Even though Chatham was newer, it didn't have the old school like reputation that Vista did. But there was no reason for it to, like, it could have turned out just like Vista, but it never did. I it don't could think. have. It never did. It's similar to the dollar. It's just the imagination that keeps it afloat. The imagination <laughs> of Vista. It's the legend of Vista right? <laughs> that preceded it. That we, uh, you know, that that uh, that environment that we had in our head, the image and the feelings that I was looking for and the experience. You know, what because it had been all over the message boards and in magazines. You know, Chatham was not Vista. It wasn't in magazines. Well, and two, like they said, they always say, said like, you're probably the people you wait in line around, like with, like the people right around you in line are most likely going to be your roommates. Like obviously the guys, guys of guys, girls of girls back then. But like, um, you know, I, I, I chose, did you, did you do, have a three bedroom, Brian? I did have a three bedroom. Okay. I perfectly choose. I wanted more roommates. Yeah, see, I wanted less, and but the, the, there's so fewer like two bedroom apartments. So like Kim was in our apartment before I was in our apartment, not by much, but like I don't know how I don't remember what time I got there super early in the morning. But um, I mean, I because there were not that many people choosing the slightly more expensive and also less people two bedrooms. Uh, you know, I I didn't see any of my roommates in line. Um, I did meet uh, Becky, who was in our live chat for a bit for the last one. Uh, I she was somebody I'd known from online, so I did meet her in line. Um, I can't remember she was right in front or right behind me, but we like recognized each other, and you know, so that was really neat. But but yeah, I I did not meet my roommates until I actually like was in my apartment. Um, you know, but I, I don't know, Kim, do you remember like what time you got there or anything or how long you waited in line? Like, I feel, I feel like it might've been a long time that I waited in line, but now that I look back, I'm thinking, nah, it couldn't have been that long, right? Like 20 minutes or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember when I get there. I remember walking up the stairs to the apartment and you were talking and go, you're Ickle Tarakins. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remembered you from all the boards and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, what apartment are you going to? And that was like the aha moment. Like, I just remember walking up the stairs and be like, okay, great. And I think that just then and there, we decided, you know, we were so, our lives were so parallel uh, from New England. We were the same age. We're like, all right, let's just be, you know, physical roommates. Like, we'll share the room. Yeah. And I think you were... I, I, somehow their Blink-182 came up like maybe maybe like one of us like put it on the radio or it was like already playing on the radio like when like you might have been in the room setting stuff up already and like you were Man. playing music and like 
I, I feel like, because I remember there being a Blink-182 thing like immediately. And I was like, oh, I like Blink-182. I, I was like, God, I, was obsessed. <laughs> I know, right? And like, it was just one of those like, okay, okay. Yeah, like you said, this person is my age. Uh, we're both from New England. We both like Blink-182, which is clearly just, uh, you know, that says so much about someone's personality. <laughs> Um, but, but also you had already claimed the front bedroom, which was the one with the private bathroom and there was no one else there. And I was like, ah, yeah. So like, are you okay if I like room with you? Because I kind of want this private bathroom too. (laughs) And I, I mean, I don't know, Brian, like you, cause it was the same way in the three bedrooms. There was, there's a front room with a private bathroom and then the other two share a bathroom and it's the like, other two share a bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly it so it's either one other person or everybody <laughs> um but similar to well your experience um the i'd met a couple of people on online in the groups back in the day and one of them ended up being in line checking in with me uh i remember he he was um his religion and what he looked like. And he was standing behind me and he ended up being one of my roommates. And so it it did ring true. And the guy in front of me ended up being Mm -hmm. my other roommates. So definitely for the very first program I I, I checked into, it was back then uh, who you're standing in line with. They just assigned the males to the males, like you were saying. It's consequently, yeah. Well, I mean, and and the other thing was like, like there were, there were so many three-bedroom apartments. Like the vast majority of the apartments yeah. were three-bedroom. There yeah. were, um, I think at Chatham, they had one-bedrooms, but there were very, very few of them. And I, they were yeah. even more expensive. And at six they bucks were. an hour. At and six they bucks had the an four hour, bedrooms too. I see, four. So I feel like, um, you know, it, it just if you were, if you wanted a three-bedroom apartment, and you uh, and the other the other thing was whether you wanted wellness or not wellness which is such yeah. a weird, which is such a weird term for it which is such a weird term com- for it i completely forgot about wellness and non-wellness until you just said that yeah yeah um, <laughs> the wellness was uh non-smoking non-drinking yeah yeah and and but and back then even if you were under 21 they'll like they'll let you, they would let you choose and yeah. they stopped allowing that. Uh, I, I don't remember <laughs> when it was, it was, it was a while though. It was um, like, I, I mean, yeah, de- I definitely wanted a non wellness. Cause I was like, ah, I'm not living in a like <laughs> dry apartment, like where my 21 year old roommates don't even want to have alcohol around. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, um, they, they, they stopped allowing people under 21 to choose non-wellness. I want to say it wasn't, it was several years, but it wasn't that long. Like it could have been 2004, but it might've been as late as like 2005 or 2006. Um, so yeah, it was, they did eventually, you know, stop lying. Okay. Also, we have got a fourth person here. Hold on a second. I can't pinpoint a date, but I specifically remember being there when they did that. Oh, then it might've been 2004. Because mm-hmm. I remember you were there. I, I was there when it happened. Was... <laughs> you mean you mean our I group... might have been at the. <laughs> we might have been at fault. <laughs> I was gonna say our group didn't ruin it for everyone. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. You're actually you're right. You're right. They might have. They might have come to think of it. Yeah, they might have. I, was... I the second time I went back, you weren't allowed to walk around with alcohol anymore. When yeah. we were there, the first one in two thousand and one, you could walk around with the like 
they cut it right after 2001, like that program. There's a lot of rules that went to effect. Well, on that note, we've got Becky in the waiting room, so I'm going to bring her in because she's also saying it was probably ours, and I agree. <laughs> hey, Becky. <laughs> can you hear all of us? I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, we, yeah. can, hear yeah, we can hear you. Uh, hey, you want to introduce yourself real quick? I know you're coming in a little bit late, but just your name, you know, if you have any online handles you want people to follow, anything like that. Uh, you know, my name is Becky. Canon and Maxwell sort of right now. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I do have Facebook. It's under Becky Cannon, I think, or Becky Maxwell. I'll send it somewhere. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything else, really. Well, where did you... Oh, since we... Programs, though. Yeah, since we already, you know, kind of went through, like, check-in and everything... Um, you, I know you checked in obviously on August 20th cause you were with us and you, you stayed at Vista. Uh, do you like remember anything specific about your check-in experience that year? Cause we're all kind of vague. Well, I think Brian remembers <laughs> way more than the rest of us. Kim and I are pretty vague about it. <laughs> I know I got there really early and you were behind me. We don't know how we even knew each other. I just happened to see a picture of you and I was like, that looks familiar. So we were back behind each other, and I remember you not wanted a, you wanted a non wellness because your dad yeah. said, "Why do you want a non wellness apartment?" <laughs> that, that, I can't <laughs> believe you. I can't believe you remember my dad saying that, but I absolutely believe you because that is absolutely something he would have said. And oh, yeah. probably at the time, I was just like, "I don't know, Dad," because like I want a room with fun people. I don't even know if I made an excuse for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had a wellness apartment, and then I had a 21-year-old in there who brought in the alcohol. Yeah, I mean, at least it was allowed, I guess. Or no, it wasn't allowed. Wait, no, yeah, wasn't. you weren't supposed to have any alcohol. Mm -mm. And then we had uh -oh. those surprise inspections. Did they wait? So they, did they actually do surprise inspections on yes. non-wellness apartments? Okay, um, I, I didn't heard, know because I was I was in the top room. I was on top uh, floor of my apartment, and I heard them knocking. I heard a knock on the door right across from us. And I'm like, what is that? I opened my door and I knew it was them. And I had to go hide everything. Oh my god! <laughs> and I hid behind cereal boxes. <laughs> and they didn't look. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because I could have been fired, and then I would never been back. I mean, would it have been your fault though? Like, how could they possibly? I think they fired everybody. Wow. Yeah. In the apartment. So, wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. Maybe, well, I mean, I honestly, anyway. that, if I had needed an excuse to tell my dad as to why I didn't want to be in a wellness apartment, that's like a perfect reason. Like, yeah, if somebody <laughs> brings alcohol in, even if they're over 21 and like we get caught, like then we all get fired. Like, and how is that my fault? Whatever. That's so, uh, that's so very Disney of them. And they're supposed to, you could put anything in your locker, but I remember someone getting, they went into their locker and they terminated them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. So, uh, so and, and I guess um, other than like checking in and, and everything, uh, so obviously, you know, you meet your roommates pretty soon. Um, like I said, I, I'd chosen a two bedroom apartment, so I, I only had. You were, you see, I think I, I was the second. Kim was there like right before me. Um, but for me, uh, we had, so we had three other roommates. Or, uh, well, I had three other roommates. Kim and I had two other roommates. Haha. -ha. Uh, I did meet, one of them was someone I had met online. I'm not going to say that person's name because like we had some problems later <laughs> as, as roommates. Um, but I had met 
her online, um, you know, prior to the college program, she'd actually been one of the people who had been like, you should really start a web page about this. And like, she was so nice online and she was even very nice when we first met, but the roommate situation, not so much fun as it went on. Uh, but like, I also just remember meeting so many dudes, like <laughs> so many dudes. Uh, like th th there were, of course, you know, there there's in your apartment, it's only guys or only girls back then. But the, there were guys right across from us. Um, and one of them was from Connecticut. Uh, there was a kid named Fino from North Carolina who I became pretty good friends with, but then he left, I think, after 9-11, unfortunately. And there was a guy named Brian, maybe. And there was a fourth one who I don't remember at all. Like, But it, I have no idea how I met just so many guys. Like, immediately. It was like every person other than my roommates that I, and, and like Becky in line, like every person that I was meeting mm -hmm. was a dude. And I don't think there, there definitely weren't more guys there than there were girls. And I was in such an awkward stage at that point in my life. Uh, but maybe I was, and, and I was also still kind of shy. Um, like Disney is actually a big part of what made me not shy anymore. Uh, but at the time, check-in time, I definitely was, but maybe I was thinking, you know, I probably won't see these people ever again after this. So like, I didn't really care what they thought of me. And I was just like, Hey, I'm Tara. Let's be friends. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, like, I know Kim probably has similar, like, like, like memories to me of just meeting so many guys. Cause we were together, like constantly at first i i can say from being one of my those guys that uh <laughs> we went around as the welcoming committee and we would go around to the different apartments and just introduce ourselves and make sure that you had everything you needed and didn't need uh i don't know <laughs> cookies or something <laughs> so cookies. i mean yeah. cookies yeah so somehow you know, we had we had guys in ours too but they were really good they were our good friends right across from us actually yeah i mean i feel like that might have been it was not always exact but i feel like it was often like each floor was like at least it was usually two and two sometimes it was maybe three apartments of girls and and you know one of guys maybe but from what I recall, just like meeting other people going to their apartments and stuff, it was always like, yeah, my neighbors are guys or my neighbors are girls, like depending. So it's like, they did really try to mix it up, you know? So even though you're in an apartment with people of the same uh, gender, whatever, uh, back in the day, I, and speaking of which, yay Disney, they finally started acknowledging like non-binary and even for the college mm -hmm. program, you can like choose to, you know, you, you don't have to just be, stuck in an apartment with other people who are the same, you know, sex as you or whatever. Um, so yay, finally. But uh, but yeah, like at the time it was, you know, I mean, it was 2001, it was 20 fucking years ago, man. <laughs> like it was what it was. And honestly, like, I'm not really, you know, I, I we were having sleepovers with our neighbors, like almost immediately. It was just like, oh, I want, like, I don't feel like being alone tonight. I just feel like cuddling a little bit, like for real, like nothing happening. Like I was like really close friends with the guy, one of the guys across the hall and, and we just kind of have like sleepovers together, which wasn't a first for me, but it was definitely the first time I didn't have to worry about my parents knowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had one that had 
had a boyfriend on the program, so he stayed over all the time. So, oh, yeah. So yeah. That, that could get problematic. I didn't really have big issues with it on my first college program, but on my second college program... We we didn't have issues with guys staying in our apartment. We had issues with one of our roommates hogging the phone 24-7 to call her boyfriend back home. I mean, like, 24-7. It's like, I need to get online to, like, submit something for well, school. Well, you have to... You have to preface that because, I mean, it's 20 years ago. So there was only one phone mm -hmm. in the entire house and we didn't have cell phones. And the and internet was dial up. No, no, no. It wasn't. Was, was it? It, it was cable. It was cable. Mona. No, it was cable. Being, okay. Yeah, you're right. I remember being that. cable. My, the porn coming through was great. So it was definitely, <laughs> um, it was, it was definitely cable modem. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I had a problem with that when I got moved from Chatham to Vista. Uh, fairly quickly worked out a way and uh, had to had a roommate who got a girlfriend really quick and that, that definitely presented its own audio issues nightly. <laughs> like I wouldn't even be worried about the audio issues. It's more just about like, I kind of want to, if I'm like, if I had a long ass day at work or whatever, like I don't want to come home and like have some random guy I don't know like in my bedroom like every single night which isn't which honestly is not an issue I ever had in my immediate bedroom but like I, on my second program one of our roommates um actually it was me and one other girl from the U.S. and four girls from Puerto Rico and one of them had a boyfriend and he was at our house at our apartment every single night I mean every single night and the excuse was like his roommates are awful and they treat him like crap and everything like that and it's like I don't and they won't let her over there and I'm like I don't really care I'm really tired of coming home to messes from your boyfriend <laughs> um but yeah so so uh I I just like I said I just remember meeting so many dudes and it was as somebody who went to a really small high school and then went to a very small all girls college my first year of school it, which I think, did you go to an old girls college too, Kim? Yeah, my first okay. semester, um, I was at a private all-female school in Boston. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and then, you know, uh, my children are in the room. But I spent a lot of time down the street at Wentworth, which was had plenty of guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I didn't really even have happens. that. <laughs> I didn't really have that at school. But, yeah, going going down to Disney and just being like, like, like the world opens up for you, you know? Do you guys have any like really interesting stories about meeting people like right away? I, I know that I met uh, uh, this girl that I that I worked with in Adventure in Liberty Square, Jamie, um, who will probably watch this at some point. She uh, she and I, she was at Chatham, but um, she would come out, come like hang out at the Vista pool. And I met uh, this guy, Adam, I think the same, when I was at the pool with her and like, uh, he and I, you know, became friends and stuff after that. But, uh, I don't, I don't know that I have, it's like, I remember meeting so many people, but other than our, the guys that lived across the hall from us, I don't, and even that, that it wasn't super like meet cute type stories. Like Brian said, it was like, people would just go around and introduce themselves just, and, and you would leave your door propped open. Cause you're not paying for the AC or anything. <laughs> so you would like leave your door propped open. And it was just kind of like an obvious, like, hi, we're welcome. You know, we're a welcoming place to strangers. <laughs> like this doesn't, and none of this seems safe now that I think right. about it. I guess if you assume that everybody you know, everybody's working at Disney. So like they all must be like 
chill, but uh, there are no background checks or anything. I don't believe. Oh. No, they said it. Yeah. Oh, they did. They okay. Okay. They did. I, they did. I, think I, I don't remember the that. forms I have. I think is like a background. Like you had to sign a background check. I was it's just a looking background at it. and a and a personality check. I remember. They they vetted us good. Yeah. I love that you have the. I still have the folders too. I just don't. They're they're packed away in they like a in file. <laughs> oh yeah, they are packed away in a filing thing, like in South Carolina. So I don't have yep. them here in California with me. But I still I I went through a crap ton of boxes and whatnot a couple years ago when I moved in South Carolina and I got rid of a ton of shit, but I did not get rid of any of that stuff. Like I still have all of the stuff from checking into my college program. I was like, I can't get rid of this yet. Yeah. Like maybe someday, but somehow 17 years later, I'm still not ready. Yeah. <laughs> and at it's 20 years now, I still wouldn't be ready. No, no. There's like a few boxes that I have down there. I just remember like seeing them because I've, I've moved twice in the past year and a half. So I was like, I have stuff that went here, stuff went there. Uh, and I just remember I like, I picked, found those the other day and some of my other stuff. I'm like, I'm never getting rid of those. Like, yeah, they're just, and I just remembered where they were. I'm like, oh, I remember seeing that stuff. Um, so before we move on past like meeting people, uh, Brian, did you have any like meet cute type stories or was it mostly just like wandering around meeting people you don't really remember? <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, the, the first, the first one is what got the name started was that my roommates end up having very similar names to me. Uh, one was Ryan Smith, I believe, or and, no, Brian Smith. And the other one was Ryan Matthews. And oh I'm Brian Mathis. <laughs> um, and uh, we ended up having an issue with our with our schedules. We were getting phone calls and the, the people from our different, he was at Magic Kingdom and I was at studios and we ended up talking to the wrong people and almost working the wrong schedule. So when they started calling, we had to designate each other by, you know, good old American terms. Um, hence he, he was uh, white Brian and I was black Brian. And uh, we also had a Jewish person and he was Ryan. And so he was the Jewish Ryan. So when you called, that was our designation. So that's, I mean, that's <laughs> Again, this doesn't age well. Um, no. <laughs> it doesn't age well at all. But in 2001, it was uh, it was how we got started. Because there's, I mean, there was no other way to distinguish us because even the names in phonetically were yeah. so similar. Ryan Matthews and Brian Mathis are so right, you know, par on par. Um, that, was, that was my first, like... I want to say identity changing moment at Vista. I <laughs> uh, definitely went through a couple of them. Um, <laughs> but that was my, my, that was one of my cute first meeting stories. Um, the day before that, uh, I did meet a friend who I'm still, I still talk to her to this day. She came back and visited a couple of times. There was, there was always an awesome platonic relationship. Um, her name was Amber. She was amazing. Um, we used to go out dancing, but I met her at the pool because she got there a day early as well. Um, funny enough, she ended up living in, I believe she ended up living in Vista and I was in but uh, in um, Chatham, but met her at the pool just randomly. I was just walking through. She was the only one there because I got to the apartment early and uh, we ended up hanging out that day, hanging out the next day. Uh, she only did the first half of the program. Uh, was where I did the advantage and stayed a couple months, I believe. But ended up still, I actually just was talking to her a couple of days ago. Um, 
and she's been a close, just confident. I couldn't say confident, but just a, a, a you know close friend ever since. Uh, what about you, Becky? Did you have any like fun like meeting stories, like other than us meeting in line or whatever? Like anybody that you met that just really like sticks out in your mind? I still have um, one girl I actually have my Facebook, and we talk every now and then. And then one near the end of the program, I actually met a guy who lived in the town next to us, next to me, and he had family lived in my hometown, and we're like best friends now. But other than that. Not really, because I kept to myself. My job kept me away from almost everybody. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And I just, you were you were one of very few college program people I knew that was in housekeeping. Um, it wasn't really a common place that they put people. four in my place. Um, but, okay, so on that note, I mean, we might as well jump into getting like our work assignments and all that fun stuff. Uh, so my stuff was kind of delayed. So I'll let somebody else go first. Kim, Kim, do you want to talk about your like work stuff first? Cause you, you, you jumped right into work and I remember I like got stuck having to wait several days for something. And I don't know why, I don't remember why. Mm -hmm. um, so you want me to start like where I was working, what I did? Uh, like, I don't know, like, cause yeah, finding out where you worked, like going through like traditions and, and like the magic kingdom training and all that. Um, so I, I ended up getting operations attractions. I was in fantasy land back then. I think it was West, East, West, East, West. I don't remember anymore. Um, so it was Dumbo ride. It was back then it was still snow white. It was the poo ride, the teacups. Uh, that was my little area. Um, and then, so I remember going, one of them I woke up late for. There was one of the days at like the Disney University or something and I woke up late for, I was like, oh, this is it, I'm done already. Um, but yeah, I remember, you know, you had to dress in the Disney dress and you went and sat in classroom for a day. And then I think like the second day was day I was late is that you went to the kingdom and, and you walked around and they showed you the tunnels and everything. And then um, introduced you to like, you know, where you get your uniform or your costume, whatever you want to call it. And all that and then shortly after that is like when you started actually training on the job. Uh, and Brian, you you had a way more interesting job than the rest of us because you were a vacation planner or something like that? Uh, yeah, so I was a roll hopper. Okay. Roll hopper. And, and at first I got assigned to Tower of Terror. So my very first assignment uh, right out the gate was I didn't have to be nice to anyone. It was all part of the show. This is the magic. I don't have to smile. I'm going to be creepy. It was great. Um, I really hammed it up with the, you know, I was coming from a theater background, uh, the former theater major at the University of Illinois. So I was hemming it up. And then halfway through it, they go, okay, well, you're going to switch now. It's, you're going to do the hop. I'm like, cool, where did I get the hop to? They're like, vacation planning. I'm like, cool, what's that? <laughs> and they're like, they're, they're like, you sell tickets. I'm like, but it's such a big name. <laughs> they put you through some insane yeah. training because you're supposed to, you're supposed to know a little bit about everything. Um, because you're selling tickets to it. Yeah, we sell tickets to the park, but if you wanted Cirque tickets or you want to do park hop or you want to go, I could book resort stays too. Didn't really do it, but you were trained to do it. So that was really fun because this, that training, they gave you tickets to everything. Yes, I, I know. Got to try, 
<laughs> I dated a vacation planner. I remember. This. <laughs> oh, oh yes, I forget. Yeah, I we're just remember. we're just gonna make vague yeah, references to that situation. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna keep blazing over that. Um, but as a vacation planner, uh, it was a very cushy position compared to even the ops because or the attractions. Attractions, I thought, was pretty cushion. Don't I'm not even joking. But the vacation planning, I mean, you were in a booth with a shirt and tie, air conditioned. It was a set schedule Monday through. Uh, excuse me, you had your five, four or five days because the people that were there were they were cemented you know they had that tenure they weren't going anywhere their schedule did not fluctuate in any way shape mm -hmm. or form it was set um and it, and uh i was one of only a few uh of, of the uh college programs who actually got selected for it there was only me and one other girl in my position and in, in studios and there were only four other people at the at, at, at ttc at the time because we uh we trained with them so there was not we were experimental um, at the time, we were some of the first to do that. Uh, so that was a very cushiony job. It was, I was very, very fortunate to land that position. And then it was, it was um, in such high demand that they would come and pull me from the Tower of Terror if someone called in. And I would hear over the radio, hey, we got, you got to send Mathis over to, to the front of the, the studios because they're short. And it was like, they, they would grab me. And on some days I would even say, hey, if you guys need me, pull me from the tower. And they would pull me from the tower to put me back over vacation planning. It was awesome. That was definitely a cushion job. And that's what I kept going to. So when you met me on the second half of that, that's what I was uh, transitioning to in state. Yeah, I stayed there. Oh my God, I would not go back. Are you kidding me? It was amazing. So just out of curiosity, when you first started as a roll hopper, did you only do the Tower of Terror and like, or did you only do the Hollywood studios like on with the show and the Tower of Terror training? Or did they put you through more training immediately because they weren't sure? They were, I don't even think they were sure what I was supposed to be doing because when I, even when I went in as a roll hopper, they didn't have, um, when I first went in, they said, just said, roll hopper. We're going to tell you the next day. And that's when the issue happened with my roommate where we had to distinguish between us being, um, you know, being black or white because I almost worked his shift over at the Magic Kingdom because I ended up talking to his manager on the phone because when they called, they thought they wanted my this Mathis, but they yeah. wanted Matthews, right? It was just it was just confusing. So I only did, to answer your original question, I only did Tower of Terror and On With The Show. And then I was also trained for Fantasmic for crowd control. Yeah. Which I didn't start doing actually in until towards the end of the spring. And they switched me over to um, the, the roll hopper position. So I ended up with the three spots, if you will. But I didn't do the training until second half of the first program. So, um, so Becky, what about you? Like, I know, like you said, you were, you were housekeeping. So I also kind of got shoved into a weird, there aren't many college program people job, but yours, you kind of got the short end of the stick, I think here. Um, did you have to go, did you, were you at one specific resort? I was at Caribbean beach. So okay. Oh, I, th I think I, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Cause you're at pirates and I was at Caribbean. So we yeah. made fun of it. And, um, it was horrible. I'm just gonna say that. Um, we had our we had our week of training with our um, our other housekeeper, and they're old, so they've been there forever and a day. And we would go on our specific thing said you only go on lunch if you think you can get done on top. 
So 90% of the time I was there, I never had lunch. My trainer actually had, out of 16 rooms, she had like 12 of them done before lunch. I was lucky if I had three done before lunch because I was like a very big perfectionist. Um, yeah, it was horrible. You really didn't get the only time you could get out of housekeeping if you have a severe allergic reaction to the cleaning stuff. And other than that, you were stuck by yourself all day long. Honestly, talk to, I was just gonna say, honestly, like this, even the severe allergic reaction thing, I guess with housekeeping, that's a way to get out. But we had, when I was a manager, um, a restaurant manager years later, uh, we had a college program employee who had very bad allergic reactions to our cleaning products. And they were like, yeah, sorry, you're still stuck in foods. And they just, they scheduled him. And it's, it's such a way that he didn't have to deal too closely with the cleaning products. Like he couldn't bust tables and stuff like that. But they, you know, they were like, yeah, this doesn't get you out of foods. You just, we just won't put you in these like two positions or whatever. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we lost him. Um, but yeah, I, I did work like crazy hours. Eight to four thirty, And you couldn't have overtime unless you, unless you asked for it. So if you weren't done by 4.30 and you stayed over, yeah, you didn't get paid for that. How is that? Like, that and the lunch thing, I'm really curious about. Because, uh, like, how is that even legal? Like, I don't know. It was 2001, and they could do whatever they wanted to. So it was yeah. And we got tips, but it was still not worth it in the long run. It's like, don't go in the house even. So I yeah, was... I mean, because they did. I mean, we weren't, you know, obviously any other position you weren't allowed unless you were a server, which I don't know. I don't know any college program people who were servers. They, server. they did servers, but they didn't start it until like 2004, and it was all there yeah. for I think a year. Yep. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't. I, I was gonna say I don't remember anybody who was like a server when I was. They weren't. Like on our, yeah, and, and, I and specifically either. asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you were a server later at places. I know that. Mm -hmm. um, and I was during before I worked there as well. Oh okay. Just not for just not for Disney. Um. Well, okay. So on that note, I'll go into my little shtick. Um. So yeah, I don't remember exactly why there i think there was some issue with paperwork or something and it wasn't it wasn't even my fault it was like they lost my paperwork and they they admitted you know oh sorry so you get to start like three or four days later so when i went to, to traditions and everything i was actually with all the people that checked in on august 22nd instead of august 20th uh, which wasn't a big deal except for the fact that that was like extra days that i didn't get paid for of course or didn't make money for um so, you know, that sucked a little bit. Uh, and also just being the one person out of all my friends that, you know, they were all working and I was kind of like, ah, I could still have fun, but I don't really have, I think that's how I ended up at the pool. With, no, no, I didn't know Jamie yet. But anyway, so I was originally supposed to be at um, Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, I, so I was attractions as well, uh, you know, at Magic Kingdom. And I was originally supposed to be Big Thunder Mountain, but it is Jamie's fault. And I say fault with quotes because I ended up working at Pirates and I loved Pirates, but it was, Jamie was supposed to work at Pirates. Something happened and she couldn't work there. So they moved her to Jungle Cruise. Um, and it wasn't, you know, anything she did wrong or whatever. It was just, they, they had to move her to Jungle Cruise. So like last minute there was this big shuffle 
uh, because they only had slotted two college program participants for Pirates that fall and I, and Jamie was one of them. So when she couldn't do that and they had to move her to jungle, it was like, oh crap, we got to pull somebody. Well, where are we going to pull them from? Let's pull one of the 8 billion, you know, hyperbole, obviously let's pull one of the, you know, however many crazy number of people that are college program at big thunder. Uh, so that's how I ended up at pirates. Um, and I do remember like the once upon a time or once upon a time is now, whatever the training at Magic Kingdom. The only thing I really remember nice. about it other than getting to uh, the, there's like the separate like attractions thing at the end. And we are in this room backstage at event in Adventureland. And I was expecting to be put at Big Thunder Mountain. And they were like, Tara, pirates. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> um, but I do remember at the once upon a time training, like because we were there before park opened, uh, you got to see the park with the streets just washed clean and there's not a single person there. And I have like one picture from my shitty camera at the time. It was probably a disposable camera too, honestly. Disposable camera. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and, but it's like, and so it's a crappy ass picture, but it's like the street, you know, Main Street leading up to the castle just washed perfectly clean and there's like one custodial worker in it. And I was like, oh, this one custodial guy is just in my way. But um, it was still really cool to be able to see Magic Kingdom, you know, that early in the morning with no people there. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, attractions training, as I'm sure Brian and Kim can attest, was really freaking thorough. Uh, we had, I think, more days of training than most any other role uh, except for maybe like vacation planner or whatever, but it was a full week of training because that was what was required uh, by law, I believe. And so, yeah, it was a full week of getting up at, you know, getting up and being at work at 7 a.m. and having to learn, except for one day when I learned to close the ride, which was hilarious that they spent all this time training me to open the ride. And then I think I opened the ride once on my entire college program. I spent one day training to close it and closed it almost every single night that I worked. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a real, uh, it was a real like interesting training experience. I mean, I had to actually study because I had to pass like written and, 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 you know, like in-person tests on um, all these really some of it was pretty freaking technical too um and pirates is not a super dangerous like i can't imagine people who train for the roller coasters even big thunder honestly it's got to be so much more intense um because yeah, pirates you don't even have lap belts or anything <laughs> oh yeah because you did tower so like you know <laughs> yeah, tower. yeah tower was definitely intense and uh, they were extremely thorough um I remember the walkthroughs. I think the most that I remember the, not I think, the thing I remember the most about training was from traditions when they sat you in that room and they handed out uh, those little papers and they said, hey, walk around and uh, try to answer all these and whoever answers all these can questions gets a, gets a prize. And uh, they said, use everything in the room, use everything in the room. And uh what they were meaning to say was you can come up and ask us later. It was a lesson in make sure we used all of our resources. And I take that with me all the time. Like that was one of my biggest lessons that I took from Disney was, Hey, don't forget to ask your cast members. If you can't remember something, right. We all need to lean on each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've taken that lesson with me to every mm -hmm. single job. So one of the things I definitely think 
Disney as far as um, being thorough, not only creating the magic, but you know, like pulling pulling it the the magic through the teamwork. Like that was that was huge to me, and that lesson has stuck with me. So yeah, yeah, that, it, it was it was really. I definitely like. I don't remember specifics from traditions or anything like that. But what I do remember is just how thorough the Disney training was. You know even to just get even to just get to the point where you were training at your specific work location it was it was really thorough the the park the specific park uh training cuz i ended up going through but by, by the time i before i stopped working for disney i had gone through 3 of the four i so i did uh once upon a time or once upon a time is that whatever it is the magic kingdom one was my first program my second one was daclamation the animal kingdom one and my third one was or my uh when I was a manager, it was on with the show uh, at studios. Um, I, may, I don't know. It might have been called like Lights, Camera, Action or something like that by then. I, or maybe it was It was always on with the show. I'm pretty sure on with the show. Okay. I, it, I feel like they might have changed it at some point, but I could just be misremembering I mean, or assuming. They, might up, they, do, they do drug tests now for the attractions, so they might update it. Which is <laughs> <You know>? hilarious <laughs> because they <laughs> definitely did not do those when I was in attractions. And nope. probably 90% of the people I worked with won the past one. Nope. <laughs> just saying. So just saying. I'm never working for Disney again, so I'm not afraid to talk about this shit. <laughs> like, just saying. This is new. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so I just like I remember. Honestly, I was like very nervous during my training and 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 during like the testing and stuff afterwards. Like, of course, I passed and did fine or whatever. But it was, uh, it was pretty nerve wracking. And and my trainer was not very nice, honestly. Like she was, I think she was, she'd been at Disney for a very long time. Uh, I want to say 15 or 16 years. She wasn't old or anything. She was maybe, she was probably younger than I am now, come to think of it. I think she was like mid thirties, uh, but she'd been at Disney for a very long time. And she, Pirates was, Pirates was like, it wasn't as cushy as Tower because you couldn't be mean to people. <laughs> But it was a cushy ride to work at in that there um, there weren't many positions available. You were in air conditioning or very air conditioning adjacent. Uh, and also even air conditioning adjacent, you were always in the shade under fans, like all the time. Uh, it was, it was for, for, especially for a college program, it was a cushy job, but even not, even just for, you know, somebody who worked like attractions hourly, you know, as a regular employee, it was a cushy job. Um, and yeah, it, it was, I, I think she was a little bit mad about like there being college because Pirates did not have I think they, the previous semester they hadn't had any college program participants and it was only two of us. And it's not like we were taking their opening shifts. Like, God, I didn't want that shit. Like, give me the closing shift, <laughs> no, please. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, even, and, and we'll get into this next month when we talk more about things that changed because of September 11th and everything. But um, like the worst closing, cause I, I ended up be actually because my training was delayed what is that night in September? It's like the all night thing. Is it for the churches maybe? Or is uh, it? Uh, with the grad nights? Where the they grad night? let no. This was, this was definitely. Gay, gay, gay nights? No, this was, this was, this or was like August. Nights. This was like August, September. So it was, it was after gay days. It was after grad nights. It was, it was like, it was, um, it was like a Christian thing. And I don't remember what it was called. Uh, 
but I missed it. I a night of joy. Night of joy. Night of joy. Yes. Thank yes. you. Oh. I remember I missed having to work that by like several days because I wasn't finished training. And that was like the one amazing thing about that about starting like three or four days late was that I did not have to worry about working all night for night of joy. Like, I don't know why I haven't like, of course I know why I remember that. Cause ew, miserable. <laughs> like, um, so I got lucky and I think the latest I had to close a magic kingdom was like maybe midnight or something or 1am. I, I didn't end up working. Um, I didn't even end up working new year's like at the end of the program. Cause I was like super ill, but, um, uh, and that was because I worked Christmas and got stuck working a shift out in the rain and got sick from it for 12 hours. So those are those are our, I guess, training experiences, et cetera. This, this whole, you know, this whole episode was literally just supposed to be focused on like getting to the college program and checking in and meeting people and, and training and stuff like that. Like I do, I do remember you know, being done with training and being just so excited that like I could finally, like I said, start working normal hours, aka not getting up at the crack of dawn. Um, and and also because my friends, that was the one bad thing is like people like Kim, who I knew who had started the same day I did on the college program, they were all done with their training and they were on their like normal later hours. And I was like, you guys are going to PI and I have to get up at like six tomorrow morning or 5 30 or something yeah yeah you said pi thursday nights at pi same day you got paid the same day you had to wait on that bus oh that bus oh, that a story sorry you said PI. <laughs> um i did did you ever go to pi becky like ever ever or like did you go I went a couple of times, but see, my roommate roommate had the exact opposite schedule as me. So um, she would be getting uh, off, and I'd have to sleep and go to work because I had to be there. But she kept me up all night because she'd be arguing with her boyfriend every single night on the phone. Oh, it was horrible. I slept in the living room 90% of the time. Oh, my God. On those little couch, that little couch that wasn't, was there, a, was there a full-size was a, couch? Like It was a couch. I it was a full couch, it. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but my roommate was so bad. She was screaming and cussing him out and crying because he had to know where she was every single minute of the day. And I'm like, oh, so yeah, we we didn't we didn't suffer through that. But like I mentioned earlier, we had a roommate who was on the phone a lot. Yeah, and maybe it was <laughs> I, for for some reason I thought we had dial up internet. But no, you're right. It was just really crappy, yeah. you know, LAN internet. But um. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, it, this is, you know, this is pre-cell phones, like really, like I had a cell phone, but it, you know, it was like, my parents were like, here is a cell phone, right? Emergencies only. Yeah. It was $3 a minute. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but there, there were like, and I, I my parents called, my parents called me and there were no, there was no texting either. My parents called me a few times and were like, Tara, stop using your cell phone. And I'm like. I'm sorry, but like, if I want to talk to you guys, if I want to like ever talk to my friends back home, I'm basically stuck using my cell phone because my roommate is on our phone like 25, 8, <laughs> not even 24, 7, 25, 8. Is Nicole there? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't remember what her boyfriend's name was, but that's is exactly what Sean. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Listen, that is a random. great. 
the random shit that goes up in here. <laughs> and Nicole herself was very kind and very quiet and everything. Like, no problem with her other than like the being on her on the phone with her boyfriend like all the time. Um, but yeah, uh, so I don't know. Like, like I, I guess like looking back now, part of me regrets choosing a two bedroom only because I feel like I didn't get like a full experience of like the roommate situation. But the other part is like, I wouldn't have met Kim. You know what I mean? Or if, if I had, it wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been like at the same level or whatever. And, uh, you know, but also um, I, I think I only would have been able to stand that that many months in a three bedroom if I was in that front bedroom, man. <laughs> Like, Sharing a bathroom with three yeah, other man. girls, especially. <laughs> oh my god! Like, and, and and I can't even think about what it would have been like on mornings, like when you're all training and going to traditions at the same time, and you're all having to like, oh my god, I can't because I can't Share shower. shower. I can't shower at night. So, like, I can, but I would have to still shower when I got up the next morning. Um. So Maybe yeah, I, RAs. RAs. Like, did we have those? The college yes, worker had on Yeah, we had their older one. Their uh, alumni. I actually had papers somewhere of ours, and I've actually met mine uh, several times after the college program. Oh but wait, yeah, no. Yeah, I. I, I... 10, 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I... Oh, we did. I didn't yes. remember them from our college program because I don't think I ever actually came into contact with any on my first college program. But on my second college program. Um, one of my close friends, her older sister, who had been a CP before, was an RA. So yeah, no, I did. I I did know they existed, but I totally forgot about it because I don't think I ever met a single one on our college program. Ours was on our floor. They were in. We were in apartment ten twelve, and they were in apartment ten ten. So we shared a floor. So we got to see them a lot. Wow. Wow. I yeah, don't. I met, I met one of them. He used to work at Disney. Till probably like 2010 or something like that. So, and I feel like if you're if you're a Disney college program RA, like shouldn't you have been I don't know intro, like introducing yourself to other people? Like, what, isn't <laughs> that ours like did. ours? Well, we, I don't think we had any. Maybe the first day we met them, I feel like they lived in the back of the building. So, was there one yeah, apartment of them per building? In the top floor. I don't know. I don't remember. I just know they were in ours. I don't. I think they did. Ours is like 10, 11, or 9, 10, 11, I think. Is that your talk? They have like three buildings to each one. I had actually never really been around kids that much until the college program and working at Disney. And I actually, uh, I, I, like, I, I, being around them, like, a lot, you know, just like parents, like, it, there was actually a little girl named Tara who I met, like, in my first week uh working at pirates and pirates was her favorite ride and tara is not a very common name it's really not so she was like maybe seven or eight years old and they were annual pass holders so they came like a few times a month i think and they always came to pirates and the days that they came when i wasn't working you know like apparently she would get super disappointed and i would come back to work and they'd be like oh little tara was here asking for you again and it was like the cutest it was the cutest thing um you know one of the things we we had to train with and granted my training was Magic Kingdom Day Parade, and I only ever worked Night Parade. Uh, I, I think I worked Day Parade maybe once, you know, the, like actually on the schedule. But 
um, usually anytime I was working parade, it was night. Um, so like keeping the kids who are waiting for the parade, like entertained and everything, like it, it was, it was the first time I'd ever really been around a lot of children like that. Um, so it was really, it was definitely like a, an eye-opening experience. Usually a good one though. I, I don't think I ever, the parents were the worst part. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> I, Disney worked out to be a, a strong prophylactic for me because of the reactions of the parents <laughs> to being with the kids all day and watching the dads get stressed out about the time and the lines and moms chilling them out or vice versa. But it definitely was uh it was eye-opening experience. Like, man, it looks stressful sometimes. Like, you know, the magic is there, but sometimes you guys are a little, take a breath, Dad. You're going to get on the ride. That's part of the show. Okay. All right. Step forward, please. Fill in all available spaces. Thank you. Go all the way to the right. Sorry, what were you saying, Becky? You should see the dads on what? When Princess Fairy Tale Hall opened, I'd be in the park early because I'd have to get there at 8 o'clock in the morning. And they would run the castle and run there just so they can get a in line before everybody else. And the mothers wow. would be way back in the back just with their strollers, just walking around. Because <laughs> the they, they would have got to four hours just waiting for princesses. And I'm like, really? Go to Epcot. They're much shorter. <laughs> <laughs> when we were on our college forum, there was so much less of like the character experiences, really. Um, so when there were characters, I mean, I shoot, I remember being at Disney in middle school and my aunt, you could never see Mickey unless you had, unless you snagged a reservation at Chef Mickey's or you waited in line. And my aunt was obsessed with Mickey and we waited like three hours in line to meet Mickey and me like 14 year old me is like, I don't give a crap. I honestly adult me. I've never given a crap about Mickey. His voice is annoying. He's stupid and I hate him. Okay. <laughs> like. I feel like as a Disney employee, I was never allowed to say that. But now that I'm you never going to work for them again. You're, yeah, you never <laughs> won't now because <laughs> you just cursed the, the, the golden idol. Uh -uh. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't anyway. Like unless I got an office job, I could never work for Disney because I have tattoos on the back of my neck. So nope. they, they're a lot more friendly with tattoos now. They allow uh, um, men yeah, to wear nails. Well, do they allow do they allow visible tattoos? Though? Yes, I think they, they allow do. them if they, well, I yes. think they allow them if they're Disney tattoos. No, no, just no. any. Uh, any well, kind of no. family friendly tattoos. Family friendly tattoo. Woman on you, but yeah, you can't have any symbols that you know represent negativity. But you can have visible tattoos now. I thought it was only Disney tattoos, so it's no, interesting to know that uh, anyone can wear fingernail polish now and makeup. Anyone can. Well, there might still be yeah, rules against that. Like I know when I was in foods, um, you like we weren't supposed to wear fingernail polish, but that's like, foods. yeah, but that's for yes. obvious reasons. Yeah, that's right um, for health reasons. But it's changed from that, you know. Yeah, certain genders not allowed to wear uh, yeah. nail polish to now being able to wear nail polish is where I was going with it, right? Definitely, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. health food codes and things of that yeah. nature. That's not yeah, I mean, that was definitely part of our, our tradition stuff was like the Disney look and everything like that. Yes, and, and that's changed. Yeah, that's changed a lot. I mean, when we were there, men couldn't yeah. have anything but a mustache, I believe. And if Which is so weird because like, ew, like nobody, no, ew, who just no, has a mustache? No, 
I remember when I first started working there, you couldn't even have that. And someone had to, the very first program, you couldn't have a mustache. And then someone argued it because Walt had the mustache. And then they said that the mustache, the mustache had to be already present. It couldn't be in the growing phases. So it had to be established. It had to be established or not at all. You couldn't grow a mustache while you're working for the company. Which that, I mean, I guess in a way I get that because you don't, you know, you don't know everybody's uh, growing capabilities are different, but also <laughs> like, also like, uh, I don't know, mustaches are gross. <laughs> like just mustaches, like unless you're, you know, in your <laughs> 60s, nobody wants to see that man. Like no, nobody I, does. I will 100% agree with you. I will <laughs> never have a mustache on this face because of that. I always felt that they make me feel a little icky. So I'm not going to have <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, I mean, I think we've covered everything that we wanted to cover in this particular episode. I know that next month, I'm not quite sure of the date yet, but I'm going to go ahead and guess um, just based on my schedule. I'm probably looking at uh, Saturday, September 18th. Uh, originally, I was kind of thinking about doing it on Saturday the 11th, but I feel like that's just, I, I think that's just too much uh, because we will be talking about, you know, our experiences with, you know, being on the college program when September 11th happened and how things changed and everything after that. And I just feel like waiting until the actual 20-year holiday has passed is for the best. Um, that makes it was, sense. Yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah. it was a big thing. <laughs> it was a big it thing. Made, yeah, yeah made made all the difference in the world, honestly, for mm. for mm. our college program. Yeah. I think it did. It did change um, things a lot. So yeah, that's a show all into itself. Yeah. So like, anybody have any last thoughts before I close this out? Anything else you wanted to say about your checking in, like meeting people, training experiences, anything like that? If um, someone happens to be watching and they are about to go through it. Uh, take pictures of the people you're standing in line with. <laughs> I know that's creepy. You'll fake me later. <laughs> totally creepy, but I just mean, you'll see why. It'll, it'll play yeah. out. It's like when they start the movie at the ending and then catch you back up later. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Stanley, I think it's Stanley Kubrick. But yeah, that's all I have. Uh, just thinking about now, like the responsibility I had at 18 years old, 18 and operating these rides, <laughs> like <laughs> one of my, I mean, I'm sure this is an episode for later, but one of my coworkers got fired because we were singing Christmas carols and he wasn't in his exact spot that he should be, even though there was no one around. So like the pressure and the responsibility I had at 18 of operating these rides just blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, at least they only, at least it was 18 and up because uh, when I worked in foods, you could be 16 working in foods and you couldn't work on um, like the grill or the fryers, but you could, you know, they, they did hire 16 year olds. Um, I don't know that an 18 year old should have been operating some of these rides for sure. Uh, like pirates find whatever, maybe, but some of these rides, maybe not. And, and I don't know, maybe it was, maybe, I don't think it was, I don't think there was an age limit though on any of the rides. If you were 18, then you could work literally any ride. Uh -huh. So when I was a manager at Magic Kingdom. We had a 15 year old in food and beverage. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I, as long as their parent worked in the park. 
Yes, that's what it was. Yes, there was somebody, I think it was when I worked at Animal Kingdom, there was a girl I worked with who was 15. And her parents also worked in Animal Kingdom. Or one of her parents did. But yeah, so weird. Uh, I mean, that was 2002. Yeah, no, yeah, they, they couldn't, they, they, like I said, they couldn't work the fryers. They couldn't work ovens. They couldn't, it was like, why are you? Okay, whatever, Disney. <laughs> Which is funny because like the cashier positions, uh, both places I worked, like more so at Animal Kingdom. But when I worked at Animal Kingdom, it was like you had to have been working at Pizza Safari for years before you could get a cashier like seat. You know what I mean? Like that was there were only five or six of them or something like that. And it was like, nope, you had to you have to have seniority to work as a cashier. Um, but yeah. Okay, well, on that note, uh, we will be back next month. Um, like I said, we'll be talking about working on the college program, working at Disney uh, over September 11th, and everything that changed, like everything that happened and everything that changed about our jobs and whatnot uh, because of September 11th, 2001. But thank you again to Brian, Kim, and Becky for joining me tonight. Um, you can, again, follow me across the web at A Geek Saga for updates on when you can catch the next episode in this Walt Disney World College program 2001 20 year anniversary series and i hope we will see you next month thank you for listening to tara lynn's a geek saga podcast if you like what you heard please check out my website ageeksaga.com or consider supporting me on patreon at patreon.com backslash a geek saga